10 ton skeleton and now Trevor Smith and Ben Harmer they don't deserve now the Trev and Ben show Good morning, you. Welcome to Croydon Radio. Welcome to the Trev and Ben Show. Please turn my headphones what, down. What, they ended up for loud the, for you, are they? For the love of all that's holy, turn is, my is headphones that better? down. That's, that's much is better. Is that better? Oh. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Can oh. you, are you a little bit hungover this morning? A wee bit. A little bit of a sore head? Yeah. Because I met you outside this morning and there's some people doing some drilling outside. Your <laughs> face was a picture. It was like one of those things out of some comedy where someone's really suffering a comedic hangover. Is it legal to drill before nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday? Must be. They, they, they know what they're doing. They probably work for Croydon Council. They'd be on top of their game. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, and it's uh, there's snow on the ground. If you haven't woken up and looked out your window, there's a little bit of snow. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. The whole place has come to a standstill, isn't it? Sick of- I heard them gritting last night. I heard them go past my house at about one o'clock. Gritting. Really? So I knew that I might wake up to some snow. And then that's scary, isn't it? It's got a drive in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm always a bit dubious about driving in the snow. Yeah. Did you bother wiping it all off your car? Or no. Did you just get in and hope for the best? In fact, it was that was why I was still sitting in my car when you arrived. I thought, I'll park there and keep the engine on, try and melt some of that extra snow off. If you were behind me this morning, you would have thought it was still snowing quite hard. Really? It was just flying off my car onto the <laughs> car behind. I didn't care. I didn't care. Revel. Uh, all the usual stuff to come in the next two hours. We've got to think the link in about uh, 25 minutes. Uh, quite difficult today. I think you're going to need some help. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm fed up with you getting it. All right. Although it's been about six weeks since you last got it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're going to need help. Uh, new music at 10. It's Kerosene Stars and their song Don't Believe in Miracles. Ben's Corking Games Compendium. I see you brought the drum of destiny through the millimetre of snow. <laughs> you yes. managed to bring it. Well I done. de-iced that. You de-iced it. Yeah. You? you spent more time on that than the car. <laughs> Absolutely. Well done. That's Priority what I like to hear. Uh, the pub quiz. Uh, this week's category in honour of a historic week for Brits in space. Astronomy and space, Ben. Oh. <laughs> We're going to be doing that a little bit later. What's wrong with that? Come on, we've got to pay tribute to old Tim Peake. He was out there risking his life and limb for us. Briefly. Yeah. Uh, also this week, it's been a week of problems, Ben. <laughs> I've had ping pong problems. And I had a man problem. It's all to come in the next two hours right here on Croydon Radio. Reach out and touch faith. Depeche Mode, Personal Jesus. I don't remember that little twang at the end. You don't remember the little twang? No. You can't forget a little twang. I don't remember that at all. Can we have that again? What, just a little twang? Just a little twang. You want to enjoy the little twang again? I, I loved it. You enjoy a little twang. Reach out and touch faith. It sounds like someone's dropped a balalaika. Yeah, it sounds like a mistake, doesn't it? It does. It doesn't sound... Uh, basically, I think they just finished it. And I thought, oh, do you know what? That'll do. Mm. That'll do. Uh, anyway, uh, personal teachers. Uh, tunage, apparently, on the shout box. That's what that is. That's a tunage. Tunage. Or tunage. <laughs> is that that's that old uh, thing? I never know if to say Farage or Farage. I think it's Farage. I think it's Farage, but James O'Brien always calls him Farage. That's probably just to annoy him. Probably. Uh, I once, I'm sure I told you this before, I was once in a pub uh, in um, Fulham, and uh, as you know, uh, I, I now don't have to go to Fulham anymore, which is a, a huge Shame. relief in my Shame. life. No, no, it's a, it's a huge relief, because it's full of, uh, I almost swore then, uh, <laughs> and I've just been given a warning about <laughs> trying not to swear on the show. Thank you very much, at Benbo... T- uh, Who? At Benbo Tweety, is it? Tweety Benbo. At Tweety Benbo, for uh, reminding us that we have to be very careful and watch our P's and Q's, but I almost failed then. Mm. Uh, it's full of a lot of idiots. 
Fulham. A lot of people who, who have their heads so far rammed up their posteriors, they can almost see their own tongue. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how that works, but anyway, uh, that's the way. And he was standing at the bar, and he said to his mate, he said, oh, I was out last night and saw some totage. Totage. I almost glassed him. <clears throat> I almost thought I'm going to bring a bit of Croydon into Fulham <laughs> right now and glass you. <laughs> totage. Set the place on fire. If I ever hear that word mentioned again, I think there's going to be some sort of Pavlovian conditioning. That if I ever hear that word again, I'm going to go into some sort of trance and, and go on some sort of killing spree. I quite like it. Totage. No, you can't like the word totage. I do, but the problem is, I, th- I don't think he was using it ironically. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was that. You and you knew that he used that word on a regular basis. And all these posh mates you know, probably they probably worked in the banking sector. Mm. Probably left a remnants of the the yuppie nineteen eighties. You know come, come on, Jenkins. There's some there's some totage in the pub. It, pub. It'll be some sort of poncy wine bar. Oh yeah, it, that's right. you know, or, or a pub in Fulham that doesn't sell any beers anyone recognises <laughs> that cost about seven pounds a pint. All foreign imports. Yeah, I'd like some of that Yuli uh, Yuli Boo 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 beer, please. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, yeah, it's eight pounds a pint. Where's it from? Oh, I don't know, Scandinavia somewhere. It's cold and you'll like it, but yeah. it's expensive. I'm not, I'm not going to those sort of places anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> there used to be a place in Croydon used to sell very expensive Belgian beer. That didn't last long. What happened to it? Burned down? Uh, no, I just think no one went there. I think people saw the prices <laughs> and thought, no, I'm not going anywhere near that. There's a Weatherspoons down the road. I can get absolutely hammered for £4.50 and get a curry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad way. And following my experiences last week, free hugs. Um, can I just say that um, I'm struggling to still stay calm this morning. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, because of the excitement that was building over the last couple of days for the big boxing game last <laughs> night. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Okay. This is a bit like when I wind up yeah. about Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah. Right. It's not, little a, boxing, bit of it's not a boxing game. Or what is it? A, a, it's a boxing a chucker, match. A boxing chucker or something. But it's, ideally, it's a fight. I don't like boxing, as you know. No, and I, I tried to get you involved last night. Well, you did. And I particularly dislike David Hay. I think he's a, one, a disgraceful human being. And uh, as I do with most boxers, in fairness, as you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I noticed that it was being shown on Dave. And for them, for it must... no reason. Well, it must have been a big coup for them, mustn't yeah. it? Uh, because on Friday, I thought the fight was on Friday because I was flicking through the channels and there it was, David Hay. You, know, and you were I, trying to find Mock the Week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a countdown to the fight. And I thought, well, there's a waste of an hour and a half, isn't it? Yeah. And then last night, you sent me a message and said, oh, are you watching the fight? And, uh, and you, you predicted that my answer would be no. And you said, well, um, David Hay's fighting. He hasn't fought for a long time. He could get a pummeling. And I thought, excellent. I might watch it. Mm. Uh, and I asked you what time the fight started. You said, I'll let you know. And then about... Oh, what was it about 20 to 10 I think you sent me a message going walk on music and I thought oh, plenty of time and uh, I turned the telly on there was a man on the floor with stupid hair yeah and I thought excellent David Hayes been knocked out uh, he'd won in about what I don't know two seconds yeah I mean I, I popped into that wife know the fight was starting as well yeah so I, did she miss the whole thing she missed the whole thing as well yeah. it was basically like this fight started yep fight's finished <laughs> I mean, this, this is why boxing is such a waste of everyone's time. I mean, at least if it's going to... What was it? 12 rounds, presumably, would have been the norm. It was only 10, actually. Only 10. Oh, yeah. what was he... Get his toe going to hurt after <laughs> that? <laughs> I'm, I'm still not sympathise with that. More on that later. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I think you're now, you now know why Dave was showing it. 
Yeah, because the opponent calls no threat whatsoever. No, and he all, was the, a, all the big channels went, no, we ain't showing that. It's something ridiculous. He, he was absolute cannon fodder, that poor bloke. Yeah, so... Um, they had to hook him up to oxygen. Did they? Like, you, know, they get, you know, they're supposed to... When they get knocked down, the referee's supposed to count to ten. Yeah. He could have counted yeah. for ten hours. This bloke wasn't getting up. Really? Yeah. It, it was He was in a bad way. <laughs> he was in a really bad way. He shouldn't have been in there to start with. Well, this is what's wrong with boxing, isn't it? People should... It's a ridiculous sport, people getting hurt. Well, Within seconds. That's the idea of it, really. Well, I, I don't like it, but it's a shame that uh, I missed the whole thing, and it's a shame that David Hayes won, because he now is going to believe he's good again. All right, he's beaten someone who could barely walk into the ring without falling over and being knocked out by the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like it wasn't a strong breeze in the building. Yeah, lucky there wasn't a gnat flying over who broke wind <laughs> on the way. He would have been, certainly, he would have been KO'd before the fight started. Yeah. Unbelievable. But this isn't the last David Hay because obviously he's got oh. the, uh, the confidence now he was strutting about the ring of shouting course he was. I'm back yeah. I'm back oh what a moron let's, <laughs> let's, let's these are the words of Trevor Smith let's hope that, I like David <laughs> let's hope that some uh, I, I mean I, as you know I don't really know anything about boxing I mean he couldn't have a fight with that other loser George Groves couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have a fight with him between them they just they just stand there missing each other probably <laughs> I, I don't know he's, he's quite good David A is he? he's just a little bit arrogant that's all I think he's friends like all, but all boxers are arrogant well that's just why I don't like boxing mm. that's why I can't stand the sport I wouldn't mind it if they kept their mouths shut I've said this before if they kept their mouths shut and just got in the ring showed a bit of respect for each other when it's all over as long as the man's not on oxygen shake hands <laughs> go out and have a drink and be friends I wouldn't mind, but all this nonsense and some of the stuff David Hay said in the past is absolutely disgusting. Oh, but they all do that. Well, they shouldn't. It Current should be... heavyweight champion Tyson Fury has said some well, pretty, pretty horrible he's, things. He's a, lovely, well. he's a lovely man, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. He's a man of the 21st century, isn't he, Tyson Fury? Although I think, I don't want to misspeak, but I think you won't ever see that fight because t- I think Tyson Fury has basically said, I will never fight David Hay. Really? He just doesn't like the man. Well, that's a reason to fight him, isn't it? <laughs> I would have thought so. If you don't like the man, I mean, what, how, what are you going to talk about when it's someone you do like? Yeah. Uh, just fight him. <laughs> and that, what will happen now is you'll get David Hay going, oh, he's scared of me. Oh, yeah. He's scared of me. Look, I can knock out a girl in the ring, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he was a girl, the one yeah. who knocked out, because, you know, I'm sure there is some skill involved. Well, I was looking him up last night, and I thought, oh, well, you know, he's got, he's, he's a couple of years younger. He's a little bit... Uh, taller he's got better reach he's got he's got a better fight record actually than david really? it turns out yes he does have a better fight record because he's basically fought amateurs yeah for his entire career and then they plonked him in there for children yeah essentially basically isn't he yeah and he's also wasn't he he's australian that's right hardly famed for their uh you know incredible list of successful boxers over the years can you name any other australian boxers uh Skippy. Skippy was a kangaroo. Kangaroos can give you a nasty thump. Can't they they? Can, yeah, <laughs> he'd probably put up more of a fight than the bloke last night. <laughs> Hold on, Alabama shakes. It's one of those songs that just takes an age to finish. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but I think they could have just finished it a bit more quick. A bit more quick. A bit more quick. A bit more quick. Or I think they done. Yeah, that would have been a better <laughs> word. Um, and also, the end bit there sounds like something's gone wrong. It sounds like a horrible noise in the headphones, and you start to panic that things are going wrong. It's the song. I just realised that. Um, just one more thing about boxing. Just what I think about it. Go on. Um, a friend of mine. As, I mean, as you know, I'm, I've just I've already mentioned him today, George Groves. Yeah. Uh, 
loser. A friend of yours. Uh, he's not a friend of mine. I, I just know him through someone I used to work with. Right. Uh, and I, when I say know him, I've nothing to do with him. But a friend of mine still is in touch with him and uh, went to his birthday or Christmas party or something a couple of weeks ago. Fancy dress. I mean, if you're a boxer, why are you having a fancy dress party? Mm. Come on, grow up. <laughs> Nobody goes to fancy dress parties anymore. Yeah. I hate fancy dress parties. If a boxer invited me to a fancy dress party, I, I couldn't think of any reason to go. Um, because I, I would. I, I would definitely go as the... I, I would go dressed as the last bloke to beat him. Be him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just rub it in a little bit more. Yeah, I, actually, that's not a bad idea. Um, I, uh, I think if you're going to have a fancy dress party, you've got to be about seven. Really, I yeah. see you're a bit of a Grinch with this. I, I I quite like the idea of a fancy dress party. I th- the only the only reason I really don't like fancy dress parties is it's the the enforced fun that mm. people seem to think they're having, and also you look like an idiot. You do going f- to and from. If I go to a fancy dress party, I'm going as something I can sort out very quickly in the toilets of the place where the party's happening. Mm. I'm not travelling in a costume. It's not happening. And don't expect me to. And don't don't have a go at me if the effort isn't enough. This is strange to me because you are a man who has previously boasted on this show yeah. owning your own, and I quote, deluxe yeah. Santa suit. Yes, but I, that's, that's for a, sp- a specific purpose to help the mighty man at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's not, it's not so I can just go to parties. And I certainly wouldn't be wearing it on a train. Didn't you turn it inside out and dress as... Henry VIII once or something no no I didn't what? you've done Henry VIII before. I have done Henry VIII see, before, but that was at a school and they were learning about Henry VIII a, again I wasn't on a train bag going to a party going look at me look at me aren't I special I'm dressed up <laughs> and all I did to dress as Henry VIII was um, put some crepe paper around my neck so it looked like some sort of rough I bought a ginger beard and put a paper crown on do. sat down at a table where all the kids were having a banquet going off with his head off with that was basically all I did for about 10 minutes they loved it Great. the amount of children i'd executed in that lunchtime was was incredible and they loved being beheaded at that age it was all over the news uh, they didn't mention it they didn't mention it but i'm not I'd, uh, I'd only been in that job i think a week and i'd already had to be dressed up as henry i don't know how i got talked into that i don't do costumes anymore that is it i've hung up my my Beard. fancy dress <laughs> costumes that is it. i don't do it anymore i'm a sensible old man now simple as that okay. <laughs> Anyway, you alluded earlier that you and uh, David Hay seem to have something in common. Um, do you remember that time he, he lost a fight and then blamed it on his... his poor little toe was hurting well, a I sympathise with that knowing now. Really? Yeah. Well, have week, you lost a fight? This, no, I've, lost, I've almost lost a toe. You've almost lost a toe? This week. It's Frostbite. A, my foot. No, I'm not cold. I don't know what's... From, what, you said to me this morning, oh, I feel, I feel like it's a balmy day. Balmy? Yeah, it's not Ridiculous. cold at the moment. It's freezing. Anyway. Um, no, this, uh, I, I, during work hours this week, I tried to jump into my vehicle... You know, because I was trying to hurry. Yeah. And I sort of hyperextended my toe. Hyperextended your toe? Yeah, I've Googled it. And it seems, it seems that is a thing, is it? Yeah, it seems to be called uh, turf toe. <laughs> turf toe? Yeah. This is a made up thing. Turf toe. No, I looked into it. It's normally an injury reserved for American footballers. Oh, well, it gets caught in the turf. It's sort of it, yeah. Right. And you end up jarring. Anyway, I've hurt my toe. And how did you do this? Just getting in the car? Getting into my van. No car. Van. A van. Van. Getting in your van. Big, big van. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are a person now that can drive 
even more irresponsibly in a van. Yeah. And go, well, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't, yeah, I got turf toe. It's yeah. a bit difficult to drive a van properly. I got turf toe. So what happened was for the, for the last few days, I've been limping, I've sort of limping about on the, walking on the wrong edge of my foot, which has been putting unnecessary stress on certain muscles down the side of my shin. Yeah. It's all very serious. It uh, sounds it. And Do you want me to call an ambulance? The long and short of it is yesterday, or no, sorry, the day before yesterday, I, I was limping around the house. I limped into the front room. And because of the funny way I was walking, I stumbled into the, um, what do you call, what do you call it? The, the poof. You stumbled into the poof in your front room? Yeah. Okay. Toe first into the... I stubbed my toe. On the poof? On the poof. Really? And I, I can't tell you how painful <laughs> it was. It was, the, it was probably the most painful thing I've ever done. I, have, I probably have a broken toe. Now, you see, that's, that's a terrible thing, because there's not much they can do with that, is there? No. You just have to get on with it. Exactly. A friend of mine claims he's broken his toes several times. I think most of the time he's just bruised them, but he's always going on about the number of times he's broken his toes. My toe's heavily bruised. Is it? Well, I say heavily, slightly. It's but- turf toe. <laughs> but I, I let loose such a tirade of swearing. There is, no, there is no greater pain than stubbing your toe. I will give you that. I've got, um, on my, um, as you know, I'm, I'm sort of half, I'm, I'm a half hoarder. You know, I'm, my house is reaching that point now where you have to go sight. I'm, I'm going to start collecting newspapers soon and bottles of urine. That's <laughs> kind of the next phase, I think. Um, but I, on my landing, my upper landing, because <laughs> I've got a very posh house, yeah. you know, the upper landing, the mezzanine, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a couple of crates that have got tools in. And uh, I stubbed my toe on one of those the other day. And the, th- the trouble is, I don't know whether you've done this, once you've stubbed your toe once, there's a likelihood that you're going to do it again very soon after. I know, I've been very cautious of that. I've been walking in sort of with my back to the wall, edging around all the furniture very cautiously. It's terrible. Oh, it is terrible, yes. Uh, but um, the, the, the tirade of abuse I let go. I mean, my wife has heard me say a few things, but honestly, I was involved. She's left. I was involved in Jesus, his mother, <laughs> every, every four-letter word you could imagine. And I get so angry with the object Oh, yeah, you want to throw it out the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not the object's fault. No. It's your fault for being such a lumbering lummox. But you see, I'm not normally a lumbering lummox. I was just limping. So I was off balance. I was already, you know, down. It was kicking me. <laughs> I, uh, I once um, broke a bed. Oh, yeah. Because. <laughs> you stud. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I was on my own. Oh, dear. <laughs> and, uh, that was a very different thing. I walked past the bed and stubbed my toe on the, you know, one of the feet of the bed. And I got very angry, so kicked it and just snapped it off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, my bed is now held up at one end by, by bricks. Bricks? <laughs> yes. What, it's like, like a car that's jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> because I'd broken it. I've broken the bed. Brilliant. Because I stubbed my toe on it and I got so angry <laughs> that I kicked it. So you were so angry that you hurt your foot on, I waited till I waited till I got shoes on. I waited till I got shoes on, and I, the anger was still there. It was residual anger, and uh, and oh, this wasn't the reflex action. You came back to it. Yeah, I was so furious. You see, I don't harbour any more resentment to my poof. It's it's now fine. I don't I don't hate it. You know, it's fine. Really? Yeah. But at the time, I would have you know, if I was brave enough, kicked it. But 
to come back to it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was furious. I really was. Because as a result of it, I was limping. And it meant I was late then for whatever I was getting ready to go to. Hmm. And so what my shoes were on, I was, it was in pain. And I was like, oh, you stupid bird, and kicked it. And then it just sort of collapsed all on <laughs> end. I once broke a bed because I cramp as well. <laughs> well how? Well, it, it was when I was younger. And uh, um, I, I, was, I was still living at my parents. It was that sort of age, teenage years and uh, i had a single bed that had uh you know it, they used to be bunk beds me and my brother used to have to share bunk beds mm. you know and uh, and then as i got older they you know two single beds and it had the, the kind of wooden thing at the end with the slats and uh, i'm a tall chap yeah and uh, this bed wasn't really long enough for me and i got cramp one night kicked my f- my leg out because it was calf cramp and that's awful it calf cramp that's the worst cramp yeah in the middle of the night calf cramp it, it, there, there were some nights if i woken up with calf cramp i think i'd rather be having a heart attack <laughs> this pain is ridiculous so, and I kicked kicked, uh, kicked out to straighten my leg and just kicked out one of the things at the end of the bed so um, you know I've got, I've got a bit of a reputation for breaking beds thank you thank you very much <laughs> think the link listenership's gone up Ben listenership's gone up you know. oh we're winning them over got a reputation for breaking beds <laughs> that's what I've heard there's a new show breaking beds <laughs> uh, that's not a good joke uh, think the link Ben uh, three songs to identify and somewhere there's a link between them could be the lyrics could be the title could be the artist whatever it is you've got to find it here they are when the head of state didn't play guitar there's a three Oh, I feel like I'm going to need help with that. All right, well, someone there's a link. When the head of state didn't play guitar, this is my Got about uh, an hour and a half to get your little brain cells around that. If you can help Ben out at Trev and Ben on Twitter or send us a message via CroydonRadio.com on the shout box. Send us a private message. Yes, send us a private message. for everybody else. That's right. Uh, We're looking for the link between those three. By the way, that's the way to get in touch with us about absolutely anything you like uh, in the next hour and a half. We want to hear from you this uh, Sunday morning. Tell us about the snow. Tell us about the snow in your area. I'm doing proper radio there, Ben. Doing proper radio. Tell us about the snow in your area. Why don't you do a time check as well? (laughs) It's (laughs) 9.31 and frankly, I couldn't care about the snow in your area. (laughs) I couldn't give a flying monkey. Uh, we are looking for the link between these three. When the head of state didn't play guitar, this is Good luck. Foles mounting at my gates. See, I said that in a bit of a cop anyway, didn't I? Mounting at my gates. Yeah. Ooh, blimey, it's, right. um, it's Croydon Radio, it's the Trevor and Ben show. Uh, hello to uh, Splendid, who's been on the shout box. She didn't get the memo about the fancy dress uh, party, by the way. Oh. Um, didn't know that we were supposed to be in fancy dress either. No. Wouldn't it be great if, if maybe the only time I would do fancy dress is if every year there was like one day where everybody had to do some sort of fancy dress? So then you wouldn't feel weird. Hmm. Everyone's going to have to wear something odd. What would you what would you come as? Something out of Star Wars, I bet. Oh, a Dalek or something like that. Uh, Darth Vader, probably. That's what right. I'd come as. I'm not I'm not rising to it. I'm not I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> I'm not taking it. It's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um I'll tell you one thing. Um, as you know, I have recently stopped working in a school. Yeah. But oh, teachers love dressing up. Any excuse to get a costume on of some sort. The only excuse I can think of that I would approve of is if you're a history teacher yeah because history is a boring subject (laughs) 
But if you were to start doing your lessons, you know, and you dressed as the character you were talking about, yeah. that, that could liven things up a bit. I'd excuse that. Oh, no, they love dress. I mean, World Book Day, then, I don't know, International Language Day. And they or every every couple of weeks, there's some day where they've all got to dress up. And the, I mean, the kids love it, but the teachers absolutely adore. I've never seen adults so excited and take so much effort. It's ridiculous. <laughs> would it be Would it be socially acceptable if you were a history teacher to dress as Hitler to talk about the Second World War. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, don't wear it into work. No, don't, don't get, travel don't on get the, in the car. You know, yeah, don't drive as Hitler. But I think if you were like in the class, funny looks on the bus. Yeah, um, I think maybe that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Well, I would say so, but you can imagine because I, I listen to a lot of LBC during the day. Well, that's your problem. I, yeah. Why problem. are you listening to that rubbish you can, for? You can imagine people going spare all day, can't you? About. Oh, my kid's teacher dresses Hitler. Mm. I think it'd be fine. Can I say, I um, a, a few weeks ago, I poo-pooed a programme uh, about investigating whether Hitler had faked his death and, and escaped to Argentina or somewhere. I heard that nonsense recently as well. I watched it. And the first, the first episode was, well, God, this is going to be awful. But it was quite compelling. By the end of it, I'm, I believe it. Oh, no. No, I do. I oh, believe that he shut. did. There's enough evidence there. It's incredible. And also this week, I saw a very grainy photograph, supposedly, of Hitler at about 95 with uh, a, a, a black wife, which would have been extraordinary. Yes, it would. So, um, yes, it would. They are proof. Proof is there that Hitler didn't die. So I would dress up as Hitler, but I dress up as Hitler as a very old man, and so I'd, I'd, I'd then dispel the myth to the children that he died in the bunker. That's all nonsense. Yeah, uh, he he lived for many years in Argentina. Children, there you go. I've seen a grainy photograph also of the, of, the, of the Loch Ness monster recently, but you know. Oh, that's different. That's very different. Everyone knows that that's nonsense, right? But but Hitler's ninety five <laughs> yeah. and married to a black woman. Is that is that is that how it goes? <laughs> there's there's enough. Even there's enough FBI evidence there. FBI, <laughs> Ben. I mean, let's face it. The FBI ain't going to tell us a lot of old nonsense, are they? No, of course not. Uh, there's enough FBI evidence to suggest that he, yeah, of course he could have escaped. You know, I, I've heard some rumours about September the eleventh. I should uh, talk to you about off air. Don't start that again. <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous. I, <laughs> as you know, I got a friend who's uh, totally obsessed by that. Uh, drives me insane. Uh, I, I don't. I won't even entertain the idea now. The moment he starts on a conspiracy theory, I just go. I'm not doing it. No. I'm not having that conversation. Not doing it. <laughs> um, just, I've had a quite a stressful week uh, this week, Ben, because um, I'm, I'm doing that thing where most self-employed people are doing it right now, that stress of getting your tax return done in time. And uh, I'm normally quite organised uh, this year, finding all of my paperwork and all of my receipts. It's been a nightmare. I've been so disorganised this year. And there's that fear hanging over you, the £100 fine. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even seen any adverts on the telly, but normally you've got Moira Stewart or someone every year shouting at you. I've heard it a lot on the radio. Have you? Yeah. And, and so I've, I've finally got it off to my accountant, and he's, he's quite quick at getting the figures back to me normally. Uh, but he's, he's gone a bit quiet. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I had a query this year, so I, I sent him all the details and said, I've got this query. And he just said, I'll be back to you in a few days. Not heard anything. I'm starting to panic now. 
Have you been fudging the numbers? No, I haven't been fudging the numbers. I'm very good. In fact, I probably leave things out that I should claim against because I'm not sure whether I've got the receipt or not. Right. Do you know what I mean? Most people just make up loads of stuff. <laughs> they do. Don't tell me they don't. Most people make up all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. And a friend of mine once said to me, oh, Trevor, you do know you can claim for you know a lot of your clothes or you can put some of your clothing against it because you're self-employed. I'm not doing that. I need clothes anyway. I mean, what, if I wasn't employed, do you think I'd just be sitting here stark naked? Hmm, here's a thought. <laughs> maybe, maybe I would. I mean, if I'm not leaving the house, apart from sign-on days, <laughs> I'd probably cover up for that. Yeah. Was so a man stripped off in Croydon this week? I missed that one. Outside the home office. What, he has, in the house? He has been sectioned, uh, but he was shouting EDL, EDL, with nothing on. Um, right. Yeah, he's been sectioned now, unsurprisingly. <laughs> but that's that's Croydon for you, isn't it? You never quite know what you're going to find. A man standing outside the immigration office mm-hmm. with nothing on, mm-hmm. completely naked, yeah. chanting for the EDL. Yeah. He was making a small point. Well, it was cold. <laughs> it was a cold day. Let's give him some some benefit of the doubt. It was a oh, cold speaking day. Speaking of um, racists, uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the BNP are no more. I know, we talked about that last week, Ben, yeah. if you remember, yeah. No, I do remember. Yeah, all good. It's good, isn't it? It's brilliant, isn't it? I thought we'd remind people. Yes, yeah, no, that's great news. That's great news. They're no longer a political party. Yeah. It's wonderful. Have wonderful they fixed news. that yet? I, don't, I think they've missed the deadline, haven't they? I don't know if you can fix it. Can it not be fixed? I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. No, right. But let's hope not. Let's hope we never have to hear from those evil, horrible, nasty people ever again. <laughs> and, uh, and let's hope that most of the EDL... Uh, start walking around getting their bits and pieces out and let's get them all lock them all up yeah lock is, them all up. off with their heads hang them all is the lead is the lead bloke still in prison probably Tommy Robinson is it oh I don't know oh, who cares yeah who cares <laughs> who cares let's not give them any more airtime so anyway uh, tax returns yes, <laughs> that's where we start. back to the point and um, so I've been I've been preparing my excuses for a, a late return if my accountant doesn't get back to me you know, because mm. you've you got to be ready, haven't you, to oh, yeah. sort of have your excuses. And uh, I, I don't know which one to go for. I, I've, I'm thinking of the dog ate my tax return, mm. my accountant's not well, laptop's broken, I can't get the stuff, all that kind of stuff, really. But um, I actually went online to look up stuff that people have said to try and get away. Oh, right, good. And uh, I think my favourite, I mean, there's a few. Um, I always like this one. I'm not a paperwork-orientated person. I always relied on my sister to complete my returns, but we've now fallen out. I don't think that's an excuse, is it? No. Do it yourself. Um, My niece has moved in. She's made the house so untidy I couldn't find my details to complete my return online. Rubbish. (laughs) People actually think they get away with this. They do. Yeah, my husband ran over my laptop. How's that happen? Uh, How'd you run over a laptop? Why are you putting your laptop on the floor? That raises more questions than it asks to that one. I had a cold. <laughs> They're not going to believe that. This is, the, this is the Inland Revenue. You can't turn up at the Inland Revenue and go, I'm sorry, I got a cold. Did David Hay do his tax return? <laughs> yeah. Uh, bad, so. <laughs> I had an argument with my wife and went to Italy for five years. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Uh, I think my favourites, though, were my tax papers were left in the shed and the rat ate them. I think what I like about that is the rat. <laughs> it's not a rat. The rat ate them. <laughs> Ben, 
Bembo if you feel emotional. We uh, featured Bembo and We Love New Music a few weeks back. Uh, coming up today at 10 o'clock, new music from Kerosene Stars and their song Don't Believe in Miracles. Uh, by the way, if you want to get in touch with us, it's at Trevor Bell on Twitter or send us a message via CroydonRadio.com uh, on the shout box. It's uh, very busy at the moment on the shout box, so get involved. Mm. Get involved on the show. I like that Bembo track. It's nice, isn't it? It's put me in a good mood. It's put you in a good mood? Yeah. Well, that's nice. It's good. It's good. It should put you in a good mood if you feel emotional. Hmm. Are you feeling a bit emotional? Uh, well, I'll tell you what has made me a bit emotional. A bit bilious. A bit bilious. I love that word. That's a good word, bilious. Uh, the gift that... I used to say in previous weeks, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> now I'm going to say the gift that won't stop giving. Uh, Donald Trump. It's become a weekly feature, hasn't it? We should make... It, oh, that would be good. And we could have a jingle, couldn't we? Because he's called Trump. We could just have a fart noise, couldn't we? A Trump. We could do this week. It's Trump time. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. on with the Trump news. Yeah. You see, we're highbrow, aren't we? <laughs> we really are. Uh, I tell you what, J- John Humphreys is sitting there going, oh, you know, the Today programme is wobbling a little bit, but uh, I, th- I think we've put his mind at rest. Actually, what I was going to say, but that was, you know, about having the old Trump jingle. Yeah. The, you know, Yes, y- yes, uh, yes. We get that. We, we don't need to dwell on that childish. Well, we outlook. won't need. We won't need my childish <laughs> fart sound effect because no. we now have, thanks to uh, someone in America. Uh, group of cheerleaders we have our own donald trump uh sound there was basically a somewhere in florida mm-hmm. where he was about to give a big speech he had three young girls come on and uh do a little dance and sing a song about donald trump and you know presidential candidate yeah and, and a sort of ballad to america it's horrendous is it it's oh, horrendous great. um now play we, we will probably cut this off early but you need to hear a bit of this all right Nice start. A bit dancey. Wait for it. Okay. Cowardice. Are you serious? Apologies for freedom. I can't handle this. When freedom brings Andrew the call. On your feet. Stand up tall. Freedom's on our shoulders. USA. Oh, oh. Enemies of freedom. Face the music. Come on, boys. Take them down. President Donald Trump knows how to make America great. Deal from strength or get crushed every time. Yeah, absolutely and dreadful. And is this his anthem now? Is this like the thing that he's going to walk on to? It's been dubbed the official Donald Trump jam. Oh, the official Donald Trump jam, for God's sake. Advocating, come on boys, take them down, you know, kill everybody, anyone who steps in our way. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, it's, it's been made in that very sort of American... Um, child TV show way, hasn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, you listen to anything that's done in America for children, it just sounds like that. Do you want to hear a little bit more? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of that. I don't want to sully the internet with that sort of nonsense any more than it already is. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely dreadful. Uh, why is he doing this? He, the thing is, he, he oh, I forget the amount he's going to spend weekly. Was it $2 million a week on his campaign, or was it more than that? He's going to be spending an absolute fortune on his own campaign well, he's got it isn't he it's driving me insane this because he's still kind of up there isn't he as one of the leading candidates for the republican nomination for the presidency and it's driving me insane that nobody seems to be able to knock him down he started on what was it ted cruz this week about you were born in canada oh did he started on, on one of the other opponents just horrible he's man. tried that one before with the bomber he got nowhere uh, exactly yeah now he's on to this other uh, what, i think it was ted cruz was was uh, asked about it by trump and uh, and ted cruz just responded well i won't bring up your scottish mother then 
Nice Ooh. reply. Let's be childish about this whole thing. <laughs> I'm loving it. Go on, give us another little burst. I fast forwarded it for you. Give us, give us a little, a little bit more. You want a little bit more? Uh, just a wee bit. This is on your head. Okay. This is on your head. Over here. It's just appalling. How are you do? Why are you doing this to us? Over here, USA. Can I just I'm over just, there? I'm just going to take it back a little bit to this. This is quite, quite spooky. This bit. Listen. That kind of reverse, reverse, sounds like something you'd hear in a horror film, isn't it? Yeah. Just before they wield the huge knife. <laughs> oh, no, I can't, I can't do any more than that. I just okay, can't do any more. That is appalling. Why, do, why does he think them having a song, or why do people around him think that having a song that bad is going to help him? Do Americans really, are they really that dumb? Some are. Some are, aren't they? Mm. Some are, but they're not really, are they? Most Americans must be sitting there going, what the hell is going on? Yeah. How is this happening? He's not going to be president, is he? He's not. I hope not. He's not. It can't be. If he's president, the world will end. Well, this is what I was thinking, right? Okay, so he's he seems to be leading the polls. If, uh, if he should get the Republican candidacy... Mm-hmm. Does that then mean that he would... I mean, if he was the number one guy, yeah. what would he have then against the other party? How, how good would his chances be against beating the other bloke? Well, a woman, I think you might find it's going to be. Might it's very be. sexist of you there, isn't it? Just well, I think it's sexist of you to assume she's already won it. Well, she has. You're the sexist. I'm not sexist. You're being the sexist. You're the sexist. <laughs> You're the sexist. Who's the sexist? I'm, Let us know. I'm, I'm, no, yeah. Who's more sexist? Go <laughs> on, love. Go to cup of tea. <laughs> Joking, joking. I'll make the tea. You're doing the washing up. Two sugars. Well, this is awful, isn't it? We've kind of gone back to 1974. <laughs> no, we're, we're very, we're very modern men, aren't we? Of course. Yeah. Heroes, David Bowie. What more can you say about David Bowie? That hasn't already been said this week. Not much. Not much. A little bit week, late to the game on that one, aren't we? A little bit late to the game, but uh, you've got to play one of his songs this week, haven't you? Yeah, yep. the way. Yeah, I think he's making up 25% of the album charts. So really? 20%, something like that. Good it's, lad. Yeah, it's all there this week. Amazing. Uh, yeah, very sad. But can I say, even though it is a very sad story hmm. uh, that we've lost David Bowie, yeah. uh, there was something quite beautiful about the way he's kind of wrapped everything up do you know what i mean yeah i think i i mean i love the fact that whether he he'd sort of asked someone to do it um you know knowing that his end was nigh but the, the last person he followed on twitter was god was it really yeah not not the real god no uh but uh god uh obviously his last i love that you had to clarify that <laughs> well, yeah, in case i thought the real god was actually on twitter some people might think that ben there are some idiots out there <laughs> who might start looking for the real god <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway he that was the last thing he did of course his last album seems to have been a sort of nice goodbye yeah it was a, a gift to his uh 
fans before you yeah went it's nice and how's it how is it that somebody like that so famous and 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 i'm not really old enough to have been totally influenced by him as, as many people have been but i'm a fan yeah but um how can you kept it so quiet that he was why how could it not have been leaked i don't understand how he managed that but. i think that's that's another another nice thing about him he was he was one of those people who managed to live his life with dignity rather yeah. than one of those people that goes and lives their life like an open wound yes mm. yeah no I, I, it was incredible so I, I, as sad as it is I kind of feel that he's he's gone to the next place in peace that he's also, kind of ticked all the boxes he wanted to tick yeah and Blackstar have you listened to any any of it or much of it only, only Lazarus is the only one I've heard it's amazing isn't it I must yeah. have listened to that song well because it's so poignant but I've listened to it five or six times yeah. over and over just brilliant. weeping Oh, it's it's hard to watch. It's, it's a bit of an abstract video. I've only seen a bit of the video. It's a, it's a wee bit, uh, but he's well. You know what? You know what his thing was. Isn't he? It's, it's all it's all a bit out there yes yes and there was a couple of nice things around it as well this week uh, on on one radio station or i think even a network of radio stations the news really got very confused and announced david cameron had died oh can we swap uh, is that possible i mean if i'd been hearing that i'd have been i would have been out there i'd have been tooting my horn <laughs> and you're, yeah oh no it's david bowie what a shame no we, 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 we mustn't wish death no we mustn't uh, and um, and the other thing is uh, i i don't follow uh, celebrity big brother at all but i was reading this week because his ex-wife is in there mm. and what's her name is it mrs her, bowie mrs bowie i don't know um and uh, from what i read uh, she'd been saying things kind is of annie i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't care she's on a dreadful program that no one's interested in <laughs> oh more on that later by the way <laughs> oh okay excellent <laughs> um uh, she'd been sort of been bad mouthing him a little bit no so, uh, before he died oh Right, sort of saying, oh, well, he he turned his, he turned our son against me, all this kind of stuff, and uh, and then of course, sadly, he passed away, and she was told off air, and then went into the diary room or the pillow room or whatever room they go the into diary room. the diary room. Uh, the, from the picture, there just seemed to be a lot of pillows, right? So I don't know what it was called. Anyway, she was obviously very upset. Two people were sent in to sort of console her. And uh, then they went outside into the main area of the house and announced that David had died. And apparently one of the people in the house thought it was David Guest, who's actually in the house. Again, can we swap? Had died. <laughs> and, and she was all in hysterics and, and uh, you know, just grow up and be saying but although i suppose if you're locked in that sort of environment you're gonna if someone says david you're gonna think it's the david you're in with i suppose in all fairness yeah. but just be a little bit more sensible angie apparently angie bowie is her name oh thank you yeah. who was that uh kabir kabir thank you. you i think she i said annie i was close you were close right letter i tell you what she reminds me of you know that that slightly batty old woman who was in the jungle at the end of last year, lady, something or the other. Yeah, uh, they, they kind of look the same. Kabir, who was that? Uh, yeah, tell us who that was. But I think I think they're basically the same people. Trev and Ben, we love new music. And every week at ten o'clock, we like to introduce you to a new band or artist. This week, it's Kerosene Stars. They're an American rock band formed in Chicago. The main focus of their songs is simple, catchy melodies on top of a solid backbeat. Since forming in 2010, the band has appeared in many of Chicago's top music venues and opened for touring acts from all around the world. Three new EPs will be released every few months this year from the first here's the brilliant Don't Believe in Miracles song We Love New Music We Love New Music Hey there this is Scott from Kerosene Stars and this next song is called Don't Believe in Miracles from our newest EP you're listening to We Love New Music on the Trev and Ben Show I never thought about the bad times when I trusted me and you 
love that Kerosene Stars don't believe in miracles on We Love New Music you'll find out more about them kerosenestars.com or follow them on Twitter at Kerosene Stars as I say there are three EPs due to be released every few months this year Uh, that's from the first there'll be much more to come over the next few months and we'll certainly be playing them here right here on this show, Ben, right here. Uh, don't forget, if you want to get your new music on the show, get in touch with us at Trevor Ben on Twitter or send us a message via CroydonRadio.com and don't forget on Croydon Radio, you can upload uh, all your new music. Uh, still to come on the show in about, um, what, 10 minutes time, we've got uh, Ben's Corking Games Compendium. The Drum of Destiny is now here, polished and ready to go. Mm. Uh, we do that in a little while. Uh, also to come, the pub quiz. Today's category, Astronomy in Space. We do that about uh, quarter to 11. You're going down. What? You're going down. What, in the pub quiz? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. I'm the one who's been watching Tim Peak this week. I know what I'm talking about. You're going down like Mark de Moore, whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, no You're going to need oxygen, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, still to come, my ping pong problem and my man problem. Uh, that's what to come this hour. I hope he's all right, actually. <laughs> I haven't, ch- yeah, you I haven't turned changed. it off after that. Yeah, I'm he's in a coma right. now, but <laughs> let's make light of it. Why not? Uh, we're also playing Think the Link. We are looking for the link between these three songs. When the head of state didn't play guitar This is my friend How you getting on with that? Uh, struggling struggling alright well uh, somewhere there's a link you can help Ben out at Trevor Ben on Twitter or send us a message via coinradio.com so you were talking about Celebrity Big Brother yeah have you been uh, watching it of course I haven't <laughs> oh but you knew about that story <laughs> well I'd read that I'd read that that was the only thing that uh, that I've read about it okay um, I know that there was a young girl in there Megan McKenna I thought can we just do you mind if we have a quick check on how she's doing who's Megan McKenna it's a very good question. Uh, she was. I can't. I can't believe you don't know. <laughs> no. You, you want to check in on her? See if she's she, right. Come on. Everyone knows Megan McKenna. She was on uh, series three and four of uh, X on the Beach. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Now I know. Now By I know what we're talking about. Let me talk to you about X on the Beach before we check on Big Brother. Yeah. Um, X on the Beach is a, the premise is uh, eight men and eight women go to an island to try and right. find love and romance and yeah. flirt. But then, one by one, they start bringing the ex-lovers, their ex-girlfriends and boyfriends, onto the island to cause strife. They made a program out of this. Who's agreeing to go on this show, anyway? Oh, well, they didn't know. I, th- I think that's the whole idea of it. They weren't aware when they went on the show. Hang that- on, you just said she was in what series? Series three and four. Well, you're going to know. What it, all right, the first series, you may not be aware of it. Oh, but by series point. two, you know what's going to happen. That's a very good... Oh, do you want to go on X on the Beast? <laughs> you know what? No, I'm not going to bother, because old Edward, who I went out with for six months, who's an absolute pain in the rear and I want to ever see him again so no I'm not going on it I hadn't considered that point that's, yes. that's a very good point stupid cow anyway now she's <laughs> in Celebrity Big Brother I think we should just check on how she's getting on alright let me out let me out not going well for her, is it? <laughs> not going well. No. Is she, she not happy in the house? I think she was kicking off. Uh, this is, okay, so, so what did you say her name was? Uh, Megan McKenna. Okay, Megan McKenna. So she's from X on the Beach. This is the thing that I don't understand about Celebrity Big Brother. Most of the people in there, with the exception of Angie Bowie and possibly David Guest, isn't everyone else just from another reality show? Most of them. It's just exactly the same. These are people who can't live without a camera pointing at their face <laughs> horrible people I was looking at the, the list of celebrities they're going to be on the jump you know the, the, the ski jump thing that they do yeah um, there's a couple of people I recognise but most of them again they've got people from The Only Way Is Essex and stuff they're not people I want to see jumping <laughs> Who do you want to see jumping? I want to see people... I mean, there are a couple of... Uh, I think, what's her name? Rebecca Adlington. I mean, they're sports people I want to see jumping. Yeah. People who might have a chance of doing it without breaking their neck. <laughs> I suppose that's why people are going to watch it, because they want to see someone that's on TOWIE break their neck. Do you think they show that? Or is it live? 
Oh, I have no idea. I've it never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I was I was meaning to ask you recently. Um, yeah, you, you know Disney. Yes, Are you got big fan of Disney. I love a Disney film. Do you know what I watched recently? What's that? I tell you. I tell you how much I love a good Disney film. Hmm. I, I recently saw Pinocchio. Really? From 1940, whatever it was. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it all the way through. It was years since I have. Oh, it's so good. That was excellent. Some good songs. Good songs in that. I think my favourite has to be from uh, from Aladdin, though. Oh, really? Which the, one? The genie song. Oh, that's the a good first one. song. Never had a friend like me. Never had a friend like that's me. That's a great tune. Can I, can I play you a clip of my favourite Disney tune? Um, <laughs> if you like. Go on. All right. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to. Yeah, I think I know that. This is this is um Frozen. Let it go. Yeah, is it let it that's go? It. Here from we go. Frozen. Well now they know. Let me out. <laughs> let me out. Can't hold you back anymore. Let me out. Turn away and slam the door. That's it's almost in tune, isn't it? <laughs> I try. It's almost in tune. <laughs> she's she's got a very good voice, doesn't she? She does. Can I, I've never seen Frozen. No, I haven't either. I think I've got to that age now where kind of Disney for me is kind of what I grew up with and and the ones from before that. Like new ones, I always I almost turn my nose up at them. Hmm. And I might be missing out on some classics, might I? Hmm. I? Maybe I should go home this afternoon and watch Frozen. I, I can't really do that, can I? A 38-year-old single man going home and watching Frozen. Oh my, I can't really do that, can I? I'll come with you. I think that's even worse. <laughs> I think that's even worse if you turn up around my house and, and I don't know, let, let's say that uh, someone turns up on my house unexpectedly, someone yeah. I know, and I'll come in for a cup of tea and there's you and me sitting on the sofa going, let it go. <laughs> I think that would look a bit weird. You know, in the past, when we've been doing the show, yeah. oh, Blondie called me, by the way, just doing the <laughs> DJ thing, um, there's been a couple of times in the past where we've been a bit unprofessional and, and, no. and, le- yeah, and left the microphones on while the song's been playing. Yeah. Uh, if we'd done it just then. <laughs> I mean, we, we shouldn't be. We got, we should, we've got to be very careful. We'd be in a world of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, we were just talking about plums, coconuts, raisins and grapes. Yep. And parts of the body connect the dots childish childish nonsense um talking about that i had ping pong problems this week that's not easy to say what did you say ping pong <laughs> ping pong problems ping <laughs> is that hong kong Fui's cousin yeah <laughs> ping pong problems i think he, um i don't no, that's what hong kong Fui has he has to go to the doctor if he's got <laughs> ping pong if hong kong Fui's got ping pong problems <laughs> he goes to the uh, doctor anyway i uh, think we're, we're inventing a tongue twister here all right, well, let's see. By the end of the show, can we finish that tongue Hong Kong Fu, he's got ping-pong problems, and it needs a little bit more, I think. He went to Dr. Doolittle. you got to go... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's nice, yeah. All right, well, we'll work on that. <laughs> um, last week, I, uh, I told you that uh, I was planning to go and play some ping-pong or table tennis or whiff-waff, whatever you want to call it. Whiff-waff, please. Whiff-waff. Yeah. I was going to go and play some whiff-waff. All right, I whiff-waff woes. <laughs> whiff-waff woes. Uh, I w- so we, we'd, booked the, uh, we'd booked the table and uh, turned up at the leisure centre on Tuesday night. There's me with my shorts on, all ready to go, you know. And uh, we get there, and we say, oh, we booked a table, and the woman sort of says, um, not here, you haven't. Table for two. <laughs> oh, I wish she had. <laughs> she went, not here, you haven't. Oh. I said, oh, but, but we phoned, we booked it. No, sorry, love, yeah. I've confused this with a, with a different <laughs> ping-pong establishment. <laughs> anyway, turns out, <laughs> turns out they hadn't booked us the, the ping-pong table. 
and they couldn't set one up for us at short notice. How, Why? How, how long did it take to set up a ping pong table? I imagine about two and a half minutes. So anyway, they said, I'm sorry, we're, what we could do is we could do it at nine o'clock this evening and we, we won't charge you. But that's, that's a bit late, isn't it? We don't want to sit there for an hour waiting to play some ping pong. Free ping pong, man. So, yeah, but, you know, there's a pub around the corner. <laughs> so we went to there instead. Anyway, we, we then thought, okay, well, we'll find somewhere else because clearly this place on a Tuesday night isn't going to be good for ping pong (laughs) so we we found somewhere else very excited they've got more tables you think here we go here we go. We're sorted with the old whiff waff. How many ping pong establishments are there? Just, well, just these, around the corner from each other. These are leisure centres, you know, that do a whole. They've got everything, haven't they? Or, or gyms, I think people like to call them. Is this like a, the missing episode of the British Empire? <laughs> oh, everyone knows that a gym's got a ping pong table stuck in a I, cupboard somewhere. I beg to differ. Anyway, they're, they're basically, we were going to find somewhere else, and they said, oh, yeah, we've got plenty of uh, table tennis tables. Went, Brilliant. Can we book it? No. No, sorry, we can't do it that night. Oh, come on. How difficult can it be for us to want to play some ping pong? Why is there such high demand for ping pong? Well, no, I don't think there is high demand. I just think they don't want to get the ping pong table out. (laughs) I think they think we're a respectable gym. You know, we've got people here lifting weights, bench pressing, doing all that kind of manly stuff. We've got women in leotards doing odd movements. We've got Zumba classes. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? We're not here to do ping pong. Why did you and your friend have such an unquenchable (laughs) thirst for table tennis? I I don't know. I think it was trying to relive some of our childhood (laughs) where uh, we had, I had a set at home. You're having a midlife crisis? Yes. We're at that age now where we're having midlife crises. I mean, I already, I've already bought him some adult Lego. And when I say adult Lego, (laughs) I don't mean adult lego i don't think you can buy that you can make your own i mean let's face it they're very flexible a lego man and woman aren't they you can mm. do all sorts with it the lego karma sutra is one of my favorite pastimes it's bad enough <laughs> that you step on a bit of lego let alone <laughs> yeah don't sit on a bit but i uh i i bought my mate some adult lego so anyway we, we are having midlife crises but how hard can it be to play some ping pong Mm. It's it's proving far more difficult. Now, I know around where we're sitting, in the summer, they've got ping-pong tables outside. A bit cold for playing outside right now, but I think we'll have to wait for the summer and come up here and play. How, how difficult can it be to play some ping-pong? I don't like outdoor ping-pong. The wind interferes with the ball. <laughs> it does, you're mm. right, it does. I mean, it's a bit it, blowy. It is, you've got to be very careful, because they're very light. We borrowed some, uh, some ping-pong balls and bats... And uh, and the person that lent them to us actually put the, his initials on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how petty can you be? It's I, a ping pong ball. I see. I, w- I would I would call him a cheat. I'd say he's weighted the ball, that extra ink. Do you think? Ball. Yeah, yeah. He's tampered with the equipment, so he wouldn't play. You'd say right. that's that's what I said. Yeah, it's nothing nothing to do with the fact they didn't want to get the table. I said, oh, I'm not playing. You put you put your name on it. I'm not interested. I'm not doing it. <laughs> right, the compendium is on the way next. You ready? I'm ready. Grease it. it up. <laughs> Imagine Dragons on top of the world on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben Show, and it's time for... Mr. Ben Homer's Corking Games Compendium. Ben's Corking Games Compendium. Ah. Favourite bit of the week? For you. Well, as long as the Great Britain quiz hasn't come up, it's my favourite bit of the week. Oh, that was hard work. Don't like that game. Don't like it. When are we dropping that one, by the way? Um, we'll see. Good. <laughs> Soon. Uh, so you have brought the Drum of Destiny back in, the stainless steel one. Last week you'd engraved your name on it. That's right. This week you seem to have had your face engraved on it. Yeah. Call me vain. Unnecessary. Well. Because that means normally I look at the drum to avoid your actual face. 
And now I'm looking at the drum and I'm just seeing your face again. Spoken like a true friend. <laughs> Sometimes, Ben, you've got to be cruel to be kind. <laughs> anyway, I will spin the drum of destiny and it will at random pick one of your five games, Ben. And those games are? They are uh, the Great Britain Quiz. Ooh. Riddle me this. True or false. Say it again, Sam. And who am I? Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to spin it because this week I've got a good feeling, Ben. I've got a good feeling this week. The Say It Again Sam might come up. You never know. You've been unlucky in the last few weeks. I've been very unlucky, but this week I've got a good feeling. You ready? Here we go. Slowing down, slowing down. Riddle me this. Here it comes. Say it again. Say it again, Sam. You got it. <laughs> I told you I had a good feeling. <laughs> I might buy a lottery ticket. Okay, so the rules for say it again, Sam, are I uh, attempt, which mm. is the key word, to uh, I recreate love it so much. <laughs> recreate a classic movie line or just mm. a movie line, um, and you have to guess what the name of the film is. Excellent. Uh, you don't need to know who the characters were or who the actors were, but if you know, fill your mm. boots. Yeah. Uh, three out of five is the winning mark. Okay. Very good. I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Excellent. Sort of tune up. Is everyone ready for this? This is this is something I love. I love this game. Go on then. <clears throat> Be afraid. Be very afraid. Uh. Be afraid. Be very. I should know that. No, I don't know how well my acting was there. Can you do it one more time? Be afraid. Be very afraid. But uh, I don't know if I, I feel like I should give you a slight hint on that one I am portraying a woman oh are you yes I, I was hoping that would be clear mm. no, no it wasn't it wasn't clear <laughs> at all uh, be afraid be, oh I should know this this is probably a real classic isn't it it is a classic and also I think it was the tagline to the film oh be afraid be very afraid um, I don't know I shall say uh, scream it's not scream <sighs> scream what was, the, what was the tagline to scream uh do you like scary movies, wasn't it? Was it? Something like that. Oh, oh I don't know. Um, it was The Fly. Oh, The Fly. Yeah. It was, uh, the character was Veronica Quaife. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. Wouldn't yeah. have got that. No, it's a classic film. I haven't it seen is, it, but... It, yeah, yeah, well, it's a classic film, but I haven't seen it for years. Okay. So, yeah, oh, okay, not a good start, but come on, well, we'll get there. Your impressions might need to improve slightly. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll move on to a slightly easier one then for okay. you. Okay. Uh, because that, that one was a tricky start. Okay. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Now, I think that's quite an easy one. Uh. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh come on. I don't know. It's surprising that you look forward to this one so I much know. when you don't know anything about film. <laughs> no, but it's just hearing you do the impressions I enjoy. <laughs> I don't actually care whether I win this one. Well, I do care. <laughs> I do care. Um. What, just give me the line again. Don't bother about the impression. Just give me the line. Are you not entertained? Are you not? Are you not entertained? Oh, I don't know. Um, is it? People are screaming it. Oh, I don't know. Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> I don't know. He had a thing with two heads. Push me, pull you. That would entertain me. It was Russell Crowe in Gladiator? Or was it? Yes. Oh, all right. Uh, or Maximus Decimus Meridius. Yeah. Yeah, him. Why didn't you give me the line that everybody knows? <laughs> because I'm not giving you the. Okay. All right. The next one is um, you're a wizard, Harry. How about that? <laughs> Excellent, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here comes the next one. All right. I've got to get them all now. You do. Well, he's certainly left with his tails between his legs. <laughs> now, I'm disappointed with that impression. It wandered somewhere I didn't want it to go. Yeah. Do you want it again? Yeah, please. <clears throat> well, he's certainly left with his tails between his legs. 
Yeah. That I, I can't, sort I... of W.C. Fields. <laughs> <laughs> I went out with a beautiful blonde once. Um, I, yeah, or it's Jimmy Stewart. No? No. <laughs> um, do it one more time. Well. Wow. <laughs> okay, that was Jimmy Stewart. That one. Okay. Well, he shouldn't be left with his tails between his legs. If that's supposed to be Sean Connery, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> I, I would I would advise you to carry on with that train of thought. <laughs> Is that meant to be Sean Connery? Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. So it's got to be Bond film, right? It is, yeah. Um, oh, which one would that be? I don't know. Um, from Russia with Love. No, it was uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever. I think it was just after he pulled the tails of someone's jacket between their legs and then flipped them over the side of a boat. I see. Can I just say, and I don't mean this nastily, Ben, and I don't mean to be rude that was the worst Sean Connery impression I've ever heard it's the worst Sean Connery yeah yeah is it improving no <laughs> getting worse <laughs> I was worried it was going about Ian Paisley towards the end Ian Paisley no no, I, I didn't didn't hear that okay um, right, I can't win this game now you can't win so we, we can stop if you want no keep going we, okay. we're gonna get through these <laughs> okay here comes the next one should you ever steal from my personal stores again my hand might just slip over your morning pumpkin juice. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, uh, do you want a clue? Yeah, go on. It's quite an obscure one, though. It, we, we might have mentioned something about this already in this link. Oh, have we? Maybe. Okay. Um, I'll give you... Do you want it again? Is it Scream? Do you want to give... Shall I, do you want it again? Yeah, go on. Should you ever steal from my personal stores again, my hand might just slip over your pumpkin juice. <laughs> uh, um, of your morning pumpkin juice. And we, we've already said this film. It's had a mention. Is it Scream? It's... Well, is that your final answer? Um, yeah. It isn't Scream, no. That was actually my tribute to the late Alan Rickman. Oh, the late great Alan Rickman. Yes, the only one. One of my favourite actors. He's brilliant, wasn't he? Very sad this week. Yeah. Very sad. And can I say that there's probably no better way to pay tribute to a great actor than having you do that impression. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he's looking down on us now, absolutely delighted. Mm. Yeah, or maybe not. And um, uh, Yeah, the film was uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, I wouldn't have got that because I've not seen it. Right, moving on to the last one. I'm going away with one point. Well, maybe not, because um, I was really... Uh, the point I was banking on you getting was Gladiator. I thought everyone oh. knew that scene. No. Anyway, um, you won't get this either, I'm pretty sure. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> They're coming to get you, Barbara. i do it again. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> um... Oh, I if you get know. this after not getting the other four, I'll be astounded. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I can't think of a film with Barbara in. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, Naked Gun. Naked Gun. No, it was <laughs> The Night of the Living Dead. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a shame. I didn't get any. No. I didn't, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I enjoyed very much your Sean Connery. Can you do Sean Connery just one more time? Well... He's certainly left with his tails between his legs. I thought Sean Connery was Scottish, but there we go. Freddie James Band, she don't like rock and roll on Croydon Radio. Um, well done to Kabir, he did all right in uh, in that tip round. Well. Yeah, and he, I, I don't know, it's difficult to tell when someone's typing whether there's sarcasm uh, involved, but he says that is so Sean Connery. Yeah, no sarcasm there. Basically. Well, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm I'm not convinced. It's the best Sean Connery professional (laughs) ever here. Yeah, yeah. That's Sean Connery after he's had a stroke. (laughs) I I was. Wait, I think you mentioned that I might be having a a, a midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. And uh, it's been suggested that a midlife crisis isn't complete without Scaredextric (laughs) or Sabutio. Both of which I have recently taken out of my cupboard. Um, Mainly because um, I'm getting them ready so I can play with my godson. Yeah, um, but uh, me and my mate, we we used to play Sabuto quite a lot when we were younger. Is this the same friend who bought you the Sega Mega Drive recently? No, it wasn't the Sega Mega. Sega Mega, wasn't it? No, it was a Spectrum. Oh, the Spectrum! Oh, it was even even older. Yeah, the old Spectrum. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and um, oh, we, bless you! Are just trying to rekindle your youth, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I even bought some Umbongo. <laughs> I did. Um, uh, we we played Sabuto, and uh, I mean, he always used to beat me anyway. I was never that good, but I lost. I think it was either. 10 nil or 10 one hmm. i was gutted i don't remember being that bad i mean i was never good at it but i don't remember being, and i boy, i had everything i had a proper astro pitch i mean i had the quality i had the fencing i had the, the spotlights i used to set it all up and uh and what i used to do and, and this is quite sad ben i know yeah uh, but i was allowed to use the dining table for a couple of days over the summer holiday to have it all set up Right, and then what I do is I I forget how old you are. <laughs> my brother had a uh, had a, a keyboard, you know, a, like a musical keyboard, not a, just a. Do you know what I mean? A yeah. keyboard. Um, keyboards for computers weren't invented then. No, of course. And, um, and it had sound effects on it, and one of them was a cheering crowd. So what I would do, and you could have it on sort of a constant background. So and then it'd be a button you press. So I had this constant sort of crowd noise, and then if I scored a goal, I'd press the uh, press the button. Oh, and then that's I would, really sweet. And then I would bend down and take. I mean, I'm playing on my own. No one would play with me. And then I'd bend, bend down and I'd take a try and take a photograph of the ball in the net, and uh, create. And they never came out that well because i had a really bad camera polaroids never do, do they? <laughs> <laughs> it was more portrait <laughs> that's how old i am it's on a chalk chalkboard um so uh, so anyway skeletric is also the other thing that i've recently got out of the cupboard and i didn't have a skeletric as a kid i bought this when i was about 25 so a few years back mm. and um i think I, I set it all up played it for about 10 minutes it's not as exciting as i thought it was going to be as a kid that's every every christmas and birthday i want skeletric want skeletric never got one oh. and then when i was about 25 well, right that's it i'm buying one god it's boring well it's still it's no nothing to compare to your ball and stick is it ball and stick is a good game yeah. don't diss it i mean I, st- I just i love a good crossword <laughs> you don't you don't you don't need to plug anything in do you, you don't need a controller no. don't need anything for that do you so uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all so my midlife crisis uh, continues <laughs> And it's quite nice to rediscover these things, yeah. but you sort of realise the disappointments that were involved as well. You know, I, I hate it when a car comes off the track on Scarlet Street. You've got to learn, uh, but there's no point in not going fast. No one ever really, it's not a proper race. You've got to take the corners easy. I know you've got to take You but, can't accelerate around a corner. But it's never really a race, is it? It's the first thing my driving instructor taught me. Can't What's accelerate th- around corners. Yeah, he was screaming it <laughs> at the time, wasn't he? I mean, no wonder it was one of the first lessons you learned. I was the first time I got in a car with my driving instructor. He just said, um, "He said, just just touch the accelerator. Go on, just push push the gas. The brakes were all on, and because you've got no idea of what you're supposed to do, have you? No. So because I just put my foot right to the floor." <laughs> He went, not quite so hard, Trev. Not quite. But he was a sarcastic son. So he used to say, uh, he used to say, there is a third gear, Trevor. 
Oh, so did mine. He said he was going to start charging me extra if I wouldn't go into fourth gear. Yeah, I, oh, that's right. There's a fourth gear. That's what he used to say. And I used to say, well, I'm quite happy in third. Yeah. There's no reason for me to go into fourth. We're in Croydon. You're not going to go any further, any <laughs> faster than 25 miles an hour. You're not going to get out of second. Stay, yeah, stay in third. It's fine. It's like my dad, when I started to, to learn how to drive and you start realising all the stuff about gears and I'd watch my dad drive and he'd be in fifth before the end of the road. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a completely different way of driving. That's why I've got an automatic now. I don't have to worry about all that. <laughs> it's much easier talking about things to worry about and um, this is this is a problem that only men will be able to identify with oh yeah um, I, I had one of those man only problems this week where um, I'd uh, I, I had to be somewhere and I was I was a bit late getting ready to go out you know when you're all in a bit of a rush you know you're sort of trying to you, you have your bath your shower you're getting dressed very quickly yeah. and then you, you go out and you, you have your day's work and, and then I went to the pub in the evening and um, I say day's work, I've done an afternoon's work. So this is why it hadn't become apparent to me until later in the day that I had this problem. Okay. So I'm in the pub, had a couple of pints, and then, um, you know, th- I had to go to the loo. You know what it's like, you have a couple of pints, and, oh, I've got to go. And I was quite desperate. So I run down the stairs to the loo in the pub. And you had to run to the toilet? Well, I was a little, you know, sometimes I'm at an age where it can, it can happen very quickly, Ben. <laughs> you know, the bladder's not as strong as it used to be. And you think, there's no messing about, I've got to get to the loo. So I run down the stairs to the loo. You know, you just get to the urinal, undo your zip. And I'll be honest with you, if someone had come in, it would have looked very odd because I have my hand, I was, I was searching. I was searching. I was searching for the hole in the box of shorts. I put my oh, pants on the wrong way round. We need to have a conversation about this. I, I put my pants on the wrong way round in the morning. So you're through the window. You're not over the fence. Oh, I'm through the window. Yeah, I'm yeah, over yeah. the fence every, oh, time. Yeah. every time. Oh no, through the window. Through the window. That's what it's there for. <laughs> Except it wasn't there. You are the only person I've ever met in my life. How that, many people that uses have the, that window? How, well, how many people you've had the conversation with about? This seems to be a very regular conversation in your life. I spend a lot of time in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Are you you just spending a lot of time in the pub toilet? (laughs) (laughs) Got to make a living. So anyway, I I suddenly had a worry because I'm thinking, where's... And of course, then you think, I'll put it... No wonder there's been a draft. So you just... Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder there's been a draft all day. And um, anyway, then, then of course, you have to go over the wall then. But uh, but time was running out. I was desperate for the loo, and I'm trying to find the window, and uh, and all I'm finding is a barrier. <laughs> so did you um, rip a new window, or did you just go over the wall? I went over the wall. Oh. You got to go over the wall. Um, uh, sometimes it's easy to go under the wall. No, that's I've never done that. No, oh, well, there's there's an interesting. There's a new technique. I'll try that. <laughs> what a ridiculous conversation this is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this would be a funny little story about the fact that I put my pants on the wrong way around and you've turned it into some sort of social experiment, social sort of uh, view on the world. I'll be going underground now. I'll be trying that. Underground? That's yeah. it. No, under the wall. It's under not wall. underground. Well, if you went under the wall, it'd be going underground, wouldn't it? I suppose, but there's a freedom involved. Uh- <laughs> Is there any chance we've got going underground by the clash? Keyed up to play next. <laughs> no, no, there isn't. There's no hope of that whatsoever. Uh, so that was my man problem this week. And again, I think it's only something that, that men will understand. I think people should definitely tweet us um, what they are. Hashtag through I the window, want, hashtag no, over the fence. I don't want to know. <laughs> At Trevor and Ben, tweet me, it will make my day. I, I hate it when... Uh, <laughs> it's like the, the advert on the set at the moment for Andrex or whatever, you know, and it's children discussing how clean they feel. I don't need to have that on an advert. Who's come up with that idea on an advert? 
oh yeah let's get children to talk about how clean they feel after using our product hmm. i don't it's unnecessary i don't think we need to talk too much about it i'm just a funny story about putting my pants <laughs> on the wrong way around and you've turned it into some sort of filth <laughs> that's what you've done that's what i do yeah Jace Patrick and Harpy. Quite ready. Friend I made a show. mistake. You made a mistake. Big mistake. What did you? Uh, thank you, Kabir, for correcting me. I, I said that the uh, the Clash sung going underground. Oh, it's the jam, wasn't it? It was the jam. Oh, Ben. I know. Oh. This isn't a mistake that's a one-off, though. I make this mistake constantly. I don't know what it is. I've got a cross wire in my brain. I constantly confuse the Clash with the jam, and I don't know why. Why are you wearing your glasses like that, by the way? They're on the, you look like Professor Yaffle from Bagpuss. <laughs> Well, you didn't need to point that out. We're on the radio. No one can see that my glasses I'm not, are... I'm not having this just on my own. This on the tip of my nose. It's ridiculous. This is so that I can look at you, <laughs> I mean, glance down at my book, and then be able to read my book whilst being you able to look at you. You need bifocals, mate. That's what yeah. you need. Yeah. Uh, by the way, also, um, a couple of things about Sabutia. The floodlights were good. They were fantastic. Except they were never quite as bright as, as you'd hope, but they were still blooming good. And the worst thing about Sabutia was squishing a Sabutia figure that you couldn't then glue back. Although, that never happened to any of my figures because I was very careful with it. That was one of the bonuses of having the, the um, permission to use the dining table for a couple of days is that you weren't kneeling around on the floor because that was the thing. If you knelt down on the floor, chances are, you know, Alan Smith, the forward for Arsenal, was going to get crushed by your knee. I couldn't do that at my age anymore. If I spend more than five minutes on my knees, I can't get up again. (laughs) Really? I won't tell you how I know that. (laughs) No, (laughs) probably probably not best to know. In fact, I don't want to know. I don't want to know how you know. Right, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Welcome to the Trev and Ben. And it's the Pub Quiz. So the pub quiz, uh, three questions. Today's category in sort of tribute to Tim Peake, who this week became the first Brit to do a spacewalk. Pretty cool, in my most humble opinion. A bit of a spacewalk. It was very good. It was good. It was cut short a little bit, but, uh, you know, that's space for you. Uh, so astronomy and space is today's category. There's an easy question. There's a medium question. There's a hard question. One point for the easy, two for the medium, three for the hard. You can take part by being on the shout box now. Uh, ben, you are, of course, the quiz master, which means you have to have a nickname. What's your nickname this week? Well, um, let me have a think. Uh, well, in, the, in one of the last things we were talking about, boxer shorts, mm-hmm. whether you are going you know, through the fence, underground or overground. So mm-hmm. I'm going underground and overground. I'm wumbling free. So I am Great Uncle Ben Garia. <laughs> great Uncle Ben Garia. I don't want you wumbling free. <laughs> All right, then, uh, Uncle Ben Garia. Great Uncle Ben Garia. Great Uncle Ben Garia. All right, big yourself up. Uh, question number one for one point. I'll big myself up. I can't go through the window. <laughs> Which planet is bigger, Earth or Neptune? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I know that. I don't have a clue. Well, you got a fifty percent chance, haven't you? Let's go for it. You know. Yeah, I think I think I think I know that. Yeah. Question number two. Two points. Approximately, how many Earths could fit inside the Sun? Oh no, this is a question that we still know, and I don't know. I- I'm just going to take a guess. There we go. Oh, oh, sorry. What? I've, oh, is there, I've, is there, is there uh, options? Yeah. Oh, God. oh yeah, it's, it's worth having your glasses on the end of your nose, isn't it? So you can keep an eye on what's going, going on. I was curiously reading the options and forgot I had to tell you about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's part of being a quiz master. 
130,000, 130,000, or 1.3 million? Well, that puts me 6 million I've written down into the shade. What were the <laughs> options again? 13,000, yeah. 130,000, yeah. or 1.3 million. Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, and the final question, yeah. which is also multiple choice, for three points, how old was John Glenn when he made his final flight into space in 1998? Ooh. How old was John Glenn when he made his final flight into space in 1998? Okay. 57. Oh, there's multiple choice. I told you it wasn't. <laughs> I've written 62. Is, is that an option? Uh, no. Oh. 57. Yeah. 67. Yeah. 77. And I'll warn you now, yeah. I'm going to pill for that 62. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to say that the nearest one to that is 57. Okay. So that's what I'm going with. <laughs> All right. Because I don't have a clue. <laughs> All right, then let's do the answers. Okay. Uh, question number one was, which is bigger, Earth or Neptune? I put Neptune. I put Earth because I felt it wanted me to say Neptune. Oh. And I'm nobody's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neptune's the answer. Nobody's Damn. what? Damn it. Uh, no, I can't... No. <laughs> so you're one point up me already. Yeah. Question number two for two points. Approximately, how many Earths could fit inside the sun? 13,000, 130,000, or 1.3 million? Uh, I've put 130,000. As have I, and the answer is 1.3 million. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. That is a lot, isn't it? It yeah. makes me feel very small. I mean, I've put six million to start with, but, uh, you know, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Question number three for three yeah. points. How old was John Glenn when he made his first final flight? What? No, I've misread that. Oh, God. <laughs> his first final flight. How old was John Glenn when he made his final flight into space in 1998? 57, 67, 77? I put 67. I, I gave you my hand. I said 57. The yeah. answer was 77. Blimey. Really? God, blimey. Okay, well... Uh, no points for me. No points for you. I get uh, I get one point. And uh, I've beaten both by uh, Deb and Kabir on the shout box, who both got uh, two of the questions right. So well done to them. And uh, commiserations to us. Great Uncle Bangaria. Emily Sunday and next to me. Think the link. Uh, so to uh, tie up the loose end, Ben, uh, here is Think the Link. When the head of state didn't play guitar. There are three songs there. There's a link between them. How are you getting on? Um, I can only the, only the first one comes to mind which was Sandy Tom Punk Rocker mm-hmm. um, and that mentions flowers in your hair uh, so uh, punks oh hair flowers <laughs> well, now you Tom just, this is Sandy it's hair <laughs> it's hair I don't know whether I can give you that it's hair uh, yes Sandy Tom which was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair then it was uh, Lady Gaga hair and then McFly five colours in her hair oh damn surely you knew McFly I recognise you it. talk about them all the time you're wearing your McFly t-shirt today tattoo yeah you love them and now you love McBusted of course <laughs> now they're all one and the same which I think they always were uh, anyway um, no no congratulations no. at all none whatsoever and that's about it from us uh, Standby Ice Station is on the way next uh, we're back with our midweek podcast around Thursday uh, don't forget you can get in touch with us uh, anytime on Twitter over the next seven days at Trevor and Ben or uh, send us a message via CroydonRadio.com remember hashtag through the fence hashtag over the wall let me know yeah oh yeah do let us know I'm looking forward to those <laughs> <laughs> and um, and don't forget to subscribe to all of our stuff on iTunes of course and we're back uh, live next Sunday uh, till then take it easy ta-da bye The Trev and Ben Show